Hi, and welcome to the podcast, podcast my business on podcastmybusiness.com.au. And this afternoon, we've got Chris from masteryourmoneynow.com.au. How are you going there, Chris? I am fantastic, Tony, in uh, down freezing cold in Geelong at the moment, but uh, all is good. How about you? Well, I'm here in Sydney, and it's nice and sunny, and it's... Um, Pretty damn good, but you know what? That's what you get for living in Melbourne. That's true. That's true. Uh, well, there's good and bad times, bad things with it, but uh, yeah, it's, I'll, I'll take it on the whole. Yeah, well, exactly. And I mean, you know what? I do love Melbourne. The culture down there is fantastic. The people and everything is just so different to Sydney. Sydney side is uh, we rely on our beautiful harbour and then don't make much of an effort anywhere else. So. <laughs> yeah, well, down, we've got a few good beaches down in Geelong and uh, Torquay and uh, Anglesey, Bells Beach, of course. So, um, yeah, definitely if you haven't come down here, make sure you come down for a visit. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. No, perfect. Okay, so I, I guess um, one of the things that we're going to look at post-event um, and when we're focusing on what's next is the online world is exploding mm. and it's going to yes. continue to explode. And you specialize in helping people manage and master their money mm. um, via online. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, take a step back. So I'm a financial planner and mortgage broker and I've been in the industry for nine years now. I was with uh, ANZ for a couple of years and great time, but that little thing called the Royal Commission made me realize that I wanted to set up something, do things differently. So yeah, I founded Master Your Money Now in July 2018, so two years ago as we're recording this, and it's gone, yeah, better than I expected. And I wanted to set up something where I could be flexible with my location. Uh, we're based in Geelong, my wife and I, but she's a Kiwi, so whether we move to maybe to Sydney or somewhere else in Australia or potentially move to New Zealand uh, as well. I wanted to be able to do somewhere I could effectively pick up my business, move across and not have any major issues. So uh, yeah, and being online, being an online financial planner and mortgage broker definitely helps out with that. So um, yeah, so I work primarily with millennial clients because uh, yeah, if you're going to do things online, Probably aged care is probably not an area that you want to specialize in. <laughs> um, but I also love working with millennials as well because um, what you do with your finances in your 20s and 30s is going to make far more of a difference than what you do in your 50s and 60s. And I love I love just helping, particularly everyday millennials, your teachers, your nurses, your tradies, your small business owners, buy their first home, sort out their cash flow, pay down debt. I really enjoy it. Um, and to be able to do that online as well has provided so much efficiencies and to be able to access clients across Australia has been, um, yeah, a really core part of my business. So, uh, yeah, like I said, two years in, it's all going good and uh, hopefully it's onwards and upwards from here. Well, I'm going to, you know, flick on and think like a millennial. What do you mean um – pay down debt but part of my obligation in my 20s and 30s is to spend money wastefully and end up trashed somewhere that's part of my social responsibility surely <laughs> no i might have to disagree with you on that one tony but uh it's i think a lot of millennials are looking at their parents and going i don't want to end up like that 
I see them. They've got to age 60. They're going, oh, geez, they've got, don't have much in super. They've still got a mortgage. How do I afford life? Um, they're not, yeah, they're looking at their parents and going, I don't want to finish up like that. So what do I need to do differently now in order to make those changes? And yeah, it's, it's not, I'm not saying, you know, live a life of baked beans, no fun. And, you know, just live on the cheap and nasty. That's, that's not good at all. I want you to want people to travel and eat out. And I, I love my smashed avo and brunches and all that kind of stuff. So as my waistline shine me, but uh, it's uh, yeah, it's having that balance between the two of enjoying life now, but getting things in place so you can uh, benefit in the future um, and be able to enjoy. Yeah. Um, to be, to be able to retire earlier and with more. Well, certainly one of the strategies that I know quite a few millennials, um, that they have an investment property mm-hmm. in one area and then they rent in another area that they could never afford to buy, yep. but they like living there anyway. Yeah, rent vesting. And that's uh, something I do personally. And because I own a couple of invested properties, but rent's where I want to live. And I know it's big in Sydney where you are. Uh, it's it's big in Melbourne. And I think it's just starting to come to Geelong now. And yeah, you, you do the numbers and owning the million dollar property just doesn't quite, doesn't make economic sense. And I think without getting too much into detail, I think you can overcapitalize on a property. So it does make more sense. I do and to own, to rent, sorry, the the place that you want to live in a city, you know, you know, the six, eight hundred million dollar property, whatever that might be, and then own a few investment properties in everyday areas, which if you're in Melbourne, it'd be Geelong, Ballarat, Bendigo, um, where in Sydney, it'd be uh, Lismore, uh, Central Coast, Parramatta, um, various Newcastle uh, areas around there that an everyday person can afford. So you mean uh, Lower North Shore, where I am, one of the oops. So no, that's not everyday. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other end of the scale. Oh, I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie, whoopsie, yeah. Uh, well, but, uh, oh, oh mm. yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Now, of course, one of the things, and I'm jumping a little bit ahead here, but yeah. um, I happen to notice it before. So this is where we get to your budgeting video course. So that's pretty handy. Yeah, yeah. So um, you can go uh, on my website and there is a link to a budgeting course. And that's uh, for $25. It's distributed through uh, Udemy. And uh, for two hours, you can um, go through that course yourself and um, and learn how to, uh, how to budget properly. Because again, I'm not sure about you, Tony, but when I went to school, I learned about Pythagoras, I learned about Fibonacci, I learned about sine, cos, and tan, but I never knew how to do a budget. So, and then people get into the real world and go, oh, geez, why am I struggling with budgeting? It's because we're never taught it. So, for those who want, just want to do it yourself in your own time, there's that course there um, which you can go through, or alternatively, you can engage uh, my services and we can do it together. And, um, and yeah, get it effectively done for you. And that's certainly true. And I can, I, <laughs> believe me, I've come across plenty of businesses that are terrible at doing mm. budgets as well. Yes, yes. Uh, it's definitely, it's definitely a, a unique skill set. And, um, but, you know, especially as, yeah, as small business owners, uh, it's just, as mightily, it just as important to get both both your business numbers right, but also your personal numbers right. Because 
I've seen a lot of business owners that say, oh, my business is my super, my business is my retirement, but then something changes like a COVID or legislation changes or change in the market and all of a sudden that's just not uh, that's not happening anymore. So, um, yeah, certainly I do see a lot of small business owners that have neglected them, their own personal financial situation and I can particularly remember a tradie when I was at ANZ, a tradie, 55 years old, his back was stuffed and he's like, I have to retire, but he's only got 20 grand in super. I'm kind of like, uh, you've got no options. Uh, um, whereas, you know, as particularly working millennials, um, making those changes now, what you do in your 20s and 30s will make far more of a difference to what you do in your 50s and 60s when it comes to your financial future. Yeah, yeah, but but surely, I mean, and I'll just refer to it as the event, but surely it's sound financial sense to take money out of my super now. No, I would not uh, would not agree <laughs> with that. I think you'll wind me up there, Tony. Oh, yeah. um, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> yes, I'm aware of that 10 grand um, that you can withdraw from your super, and sadly most of people are doing that, are spending it on uh, games, gambling, and booze i think so uh but hang on as a millennial that's all you're required to do (laughs) i think you might be a bad influence on millennials tony i'm not (laughs) sure (laughs) but uh yes uh look if you if you are struggling and need to access money from your super please do so if you need that to survive but um that should be your last option not your first option yeah, well, then again, you know, I, I took it out and I put it back in for my tax break. So I'm going to do that again. I think you might get a phone call from the ATO about that. I know. <laughs> when I when when a friend first told me about that, I thought, hang on, you take it out to put it back in. Don't you think they know what you're doing? The ATO warned us people about that at the start. They warned <laughs> people again. And I think those who do that are going to get a phone call. <laughs> You know, it's quite funny. I um, when I did my I do my tax late, so I just did mm. my business tax about yep. two months ago, mm. and go to see the accountant, and they he knows more about what interest I've earned on what accounts and what accounts I've got, how much I've paid in private health insurance, and I'm going. He says, "Well, the ATO know all this." I'm thinking, "Holy shit! Mm. What chance have I got of getting away with anything?" Not if you keep it in Australia, no. The ATO, no, everything, especially as you go digital. Um, no point in trying to keep secrets from them. Mm, absolutely cool. All right, that's good. Okay, all right. So uh, any quick tips you'd like to share? Yeah, I think, um, like I said, it's for me the main thing is it's never too early to start to think about your uh, financial situation. And for me, like you mentioned budgeting before, um, let me say this. I think that you should be focusing far more on increasing your income than you should be decreasing your expenses. One of the first clients I ever looked after as a young grad uh, coming out of uni was a client who we had a budget of $200,000 a year and could not stick to it. So they were blowing their 200 grand a year budget, which we're kind of like, how is that possible? Like, because they were doing the first class trips to, to Japan and America and the US and things like that. So I highlight that example because that's an example of someone who um, that's the exception rather than the rule. So that's someone who genuinely has an expense problem. But for the overwhelming majority of people that I work with, um, the 
they don't have an expense problem. They might have a structural problem, and that's where the budgeting costs come in. But most people, I would say, is an income problem. So if people ask me for my number one tip, I would say stop looking at ways to decrease your income and focus much more – sorry, to decrease your expenses and focus far more on ways to increase your income, uh, whether that's doing your own business, further education, more scale, scaling, whatever that might be. Focus on ways to increase your income. And if you can do that – and got a good plan and a good budget in place to look after the expenses, you are going to go far. So that's my uh, golden tip. And if you want to work with me, I want to have a bit more of a chat, you can go to my website, masteryourmoneynow.com.au. I've got plenty of resources there. And if you want to have a complimentary chat with me, you can go to the Get Started tab and have a 30-minute chat uh, about your personal situation with me uh, over the phone. Fantastic. And I better do this, blah, 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 compliance, um, personal situation, take into account, blah, 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 all the usual stuff. There we go. We've covered it. I, I can do my own if you'd like. I've done this uh, yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just a friendly reminder that the information in this session is general in nature. You should speak to a financial planner or mortgage broker in regards to your financial situations and needs. Myself, Chris Carlin, is a employee of Master Your Money Now, and we're licensed by Infocus Securities Australia. Fantastic. Because I think if you don't put that in, you just never, never know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've got to keep the compliance people happy. So, Well, they're probably listening in. It's government, isn't it? <laughs> true, <laughs> true, true. Yes. All right. No problem, Chris. Look, thanks very much for that and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much, Tony.